0: Hey now boys and girls, uh, so Eric Carlson was a minus three tonight, should have gotten rid of him instead of DeBoer, right? Hey, welcome in to an After Dark here, following the Sharks' sixth straight loss of the season, longest streak on the season right now. I'm your host AJ underscore strong, it is a Pucknologist takeover, so of course, joined by the one and only Hockey Jerk.
1: I know you're kidding about Eric Carlson, but it still, <laughs> still pissed me off, so. <laughs> Dude,
0: are you are you pressed?
1: I'm, dude, I'm pressed. I'm hot. My attitude is a little sus right now.
0: <laughs>
1: like, uh, I, if you think the Sharks lost this game because of Eric Carlson, go into my DMs at hockey underscore jerk and let me know that, and I will promptly ignore you.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> All right, so we know the deal. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the coaches uh, are now brand new. How the fuck do we have th- uh, three thumbs down and we've been on the air for 30 seconds? Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, New York fans. Anyway, uh, so we know the deal. Brand new coaches into the lineup. Uh, you might have heard a couple of these guys. Mike Ricci, Joginni Nabokov, Roy Sommer. Uh, leaving, Steve Spot, Dave Barr, Johan Hedberg, and of course Peter DeBoer. Boogie, Bob Boogner, taking over the the main reins. Ah. So, Jerk, I'll ask you this before we get into the game. Based on the coaching changes, did you see much of a difference? Obviously, the column that this game goes down in is the same one that the previous five games have, but what did you like from this, or at least what was different, I should say?
1: Uh, so for starters, I noticed that the defense, um, was a lot more involved in the play, but it wasn't reckless. You know, it was, it was very controlled and methodical when they pinched in, when they decided to get in on the offense. And I can think of a handful of times where, uh, you know, a play stayed alive or a play got some legs because of, um, because of Tim Heed. Like I thought Tim Heed had a really good game, especially when he pulled that puck out of the crease in the first period. And then. Uh, same thing too. I thought Mario Ferraro looked good. Obviously Brendan Dillon was more involved considering he scored, mm-hmm. uh, Eric Carlson. I'm, I i can not say enough about the guy. He played very well tonight. Uh, Burns was still a little sus for me, but I thought there were some things about his game that bothered me previously that he'd worked on a little bit. So we're, we're trending in the right direction here.
0: Yeah. Uh, at least it felt like it was more energy, I remember seeing something on Twitter that uh, based on what uh, I, I believe, one of, I don't know if it was a Mercury photographer, Sharks photographer, basically saying that he is seeing a lot more kind of uh, talking up from Boogie, a lot more chatter than he saw from Peter DeBoer, so that's one kind of interesting thing, I guess. I don't know. Either way, first period ends, it's one nothing. hurdle notches a goal, and you feel like, you know what? The Sharks have only lost four games when they've scored first. So, you're going, hey, you got the first goal. We're already, like, looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to feel like the, I mean, jerk, did it seem at least like the Sharks had a little more jump in the first period?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I thought it looked like everybody in general had some pep in their step, especially more than lately, and, and we'll obviously get to it, but I thought you know, in spite of how the third period went, I thought Martin Jones looked really good in the first period. He looked dialed in. And yeah. I thought every, I thought everything as a whole, like everything just looked, it looked better. Like everybody looked engaged in the game. You know, it wasn't like, oh God, we got to play again. You know, it was like they were pumped to be there. And it's like, we got to get a win. We got to turn it around. So I liked the energy and the intensity that I saw, which is one of my
0: biggest complaints the last, you know, week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so – the Sharks did, however, as, much as, like, as awesome as it was to see Hurdle get the first goal, we also saw two lazy penalties. Uh, too many men and a delay of game, putting it over the boards. Can't do that, you know, especially when you're trying to keep momentum going and everything. You, those are lazy penalties you have to get out of whatever is going on. It, when you take those, to me it says somebody, you, you didn't focus. Something's not right there. Uh, but two lazy penalties. They did get a penalty from New York, so at least you did get an opportunity on the power play. But as it goes, power play not doing that great. Um, but, you know, Martin Jones, I, I agree with you. In the first period, I was like, you know what? Dude, looks like he's got a little bit of jump here. And was, yeah, you know, hey, he had saved everything he had seen at that point. Uh, I, don't, I can't imagine it was a whole lot, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> only, only 30 shots on goal for the Rangers tonight. But uh, you had to be like, okay, things are looking good. And so we move on to the second period, and what happens? Well, you get a goal from uh, Faust, and when does it happen? At 5.02. So, again, that whole thing of, oh, that first five minutes of a period, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, and then just a little bit later, uh, Panarin would get his first of three tonight. And you're going, okay, it's 2-1 and all right, uh, you know, just start tearing it down. You know, ah, let's just leave. Let's go get more beer. Let's leave early. What else is going on tonight? You know, is there something, is there a movie we can get to before it starts? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well,
1: it, it yeah, it is Thursday, which is the College Friday, so...
0: Hey, now, uh, <laughs> but uh, just a little bit later, uh, Couture would tie it up, and now you're going, all right, all right, you know, they're not folding after uh, being down, and okay, they're they're coming back, all right, and so after two, we're tied at two, and you're thinking, well, you know, it was a crappy trip, but now you're home. You got seven going in a row. Uh. It, New York lost against LA last <laughs> game. You, you got to feel like okay, we got to just own let's own third period and let's start this home home standoff right. And to go with that, Brendan Dillon scores his first goal in like 118 months. i don't don't think it was that it it certainly felt like it but uh (laughs) certainly uh dylan gets his first of the year and probably only of the year let's be honest but and man did he seem happy about it jerk
1: (laughs) oh yeah he was pumped. pumped and dude dude i was pumped too because it's like it's very, um, very rare that, especially as a defenseman, very rare that you get that much time and space to, you know, what like Randy said, what check your hair, check your nails, and you know all that stuff. <laughs> Say, or, how you doing, a, baby? A, a, as I would have said, you know, you you uh, you dust it off, you you tee it up, you do your taxes, and then you just rip it. And <laughs> yeah, he was he was pumped. He had that like oh, that insanely white mouth guard showing, and LeBanc and, Jum- and Jumbo so were like. We're, like, shoving him, like, yeah, Dilly, yeah. So, no, huge. Like, I, I would have liked to see that one hold up as the game winner, winner just for the story behind it, but still cool to see him get a goal either way, obviously. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> after Dylan scores, the Sharks would then give up four straight in the period. Panarin, I said, got the hat trick, uh, but Zabinajad picks up two in Oops. this one as well. I mean, just holy hell. <sighs> And I'm trying to think what, like, I lost track at this point, but I want to say it was a Zabinijad goal where, dude, you ha- no, 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 no. I believe it was Panarin's, I want to say it was Panarin. Oh, God, I need to take, take better notes, AJ. But one of these goals, I just remember um, there was like four sharks around Strom, and he just dishes it off to Zabinijad. And it was like, oh, easy peasy, there's no one around me. This is going to be simple.
1: Yeah, well, and that was – I believe that was right before the Rangers. I believe it was Jesper, Jesper Faust had a chance and missed on it. And I was like, okay, cool. The Sharks got lucky there. And then, yeah, Puck comes right back to Zibanejad and he just rips it. I'll say this. Ugh, I hate how much I love Zibanejad, to be totally <laughs> honest. Like, like, full disclosure, I have a Zibanejad jersey. I didn't put it out, obviously. But, man, of all people to score against the Sharks, why did it have to be that guy? But just – you know, for as well as the Sharks played in the first and the second period, like everything just, you know, the rails were like, the expression is everything was off the rails. The rails were nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah. You know, you have, like you said, you have four uh, four unanswered goals the Rangers put up. And and I saw you say on Twitter, the empty net looked like it put up more of a fight than Jones did. And then you were kind of kidding. I, I think you might be onto something there because <laughs> a couple of – uh. You know the the two Zabanajad goals and then the Panarin one. All of those were just disasters for Jones. Like you got to have that, or you got to at least have two of them. I mean, it's <sighs> so. And even the uh, I'm just looking at it now. The the first Panarin one. Like I don't know what happened there where Jones. I don't know why he brought his leg up like that, but it's just.
0: Oh, dude, that's not good. Yeah, the the one from Zibanejad and the one from Panarin. You know, both of them coming from basically the same spot, damn near the the gold line and you mm-hmm. can't you really dude and then and even baker's going yeah he's got to have that one mm-hmm. and it's uh, i mean come on uh sleepy so far with the comment of the night let's trade jones and burns for some fanatics jersey they're both about the same quality hey now <laughs> uh but dear lord i mean it's so funny all this talk about Jones and Dell and it's oh no it's the defense in front of them that are hang, that's hanging them out to dry or whatever I'm sorry that I thought the defense played fairly well you know 30 shots on goal sure but I didn't it didn't feel like you know it's funny there was did you uh, listen to the press conference today with Doug Wilson
1: uh,
0: yeah I did listen to it and then
1: I think somebody tripped on the cord because Periscope <laughs> just died
0: nice <laughs> uh, so my point about that in the Doug Wilson presser, one of the things that he lamented and talked about was saying that the Sharks are giving up way too many high danger chances, but way too many chances coming from the slot, you know, mm-hmm. between the dots. And the funny thing to me is, okay, yeah, you're, you're correct about that, but those two goals that we saw tonight, those came from the goal line, brah. Yeah. They <laughs> come from the slot. So it's, I don't know. You know, it's like, God, Jones, I want to believe. I want to believe. I'm like the X-Files over here. I want to believe, but you make it harder and harder every game. So with that, um, it's, it's a 6-3 loss. Uh, again, sixth straight now for the Sharks. Longest streak of the season. Um, for those of you watching though, uh, I didn't mention this at the top. Of course I should. Thank you very much for watching. Do us a favor, hit the subscribe button, throw us a thumbs up, check out our other social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Uh, we also started doing a little kind of after show green room audio only discord thing lately, which is, uh, we've been having a good time in there, especially with the rolling chat and, and the sharing of fun gifts and whatnot. So, uh, we invite you to check out that media if you would, but as always, please tell a friend and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We certainly appreciate it, and we're trying to grow this thing here, uh, trying to grow it out like like Richie's do, <laughs> you know, Richie's flow, so uh, I, I, I'm not going to get into Eric Carlson being a minus three, being the only guy who's a minus three, the guy who's... Probably the best shark over the last six weeks. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to like let him, you know, pfft, well, whatever.
1: And, and it's like I've said numerous times, like when you have the most ice time, you're going to be on the ice for some goals against.
0: Well, not only that, and uh, of course, oh, nice little dig to our buddy Brody. <laughs> That's some average plus goaltending right there. <laughs> uh, but let's look at, at the couple of the numbers in context. Martin Jones, yeah, he's got to have a couple of those saves. But you know what's not Martin Jones's fault? The Sharks only getting off 18 shots on goal tonight. That too. That's, yeah, I mean, come on, 18? Really, bro? And, uh, you know, I don't, again, I'm, I, I got to go back here and, like, look at it but it was 7 in the first, 9 in the second. You got two shots on goal in the second or in the third. Two shots on goal in the third period and for over half of it you were tied or you were down. You know? Like how how do you like can we get a little more desperation in your game? Two shots on goal over a period.
1: Yeah, uh that's not Obviously not good. And and I'll tell you this, I didn't realize um that the shots on goal for the Sharks were that low. I don't know if you equate that to maybe the shots that they did get on goal were of a of a higher um we'll say quality. Yeah. Um was <laughs> I mean, like,
0: All right man, we're not padding these damn stats right, anymore. Right,
1: right. Is, um like I, I thought the first. I mean, again, appearances are everything, but I thought the first half of the game you know, it seemed like the Sharks had a lot of shots on goal, but I think that's just because the shots they did have were really good shots. But you're right, especially – and I. this is one of the things, if I can dig out my coaching hat once more here, <laughs> this is one of the things that like n- even beyond the Sharks, just watching NHL in general is like if it's in the third period and you're down, it should be like, like play like – it should be, like, play like you're going to die if you lose this game.
0: Because
1: <laughs> – and, and, and not, to, not to, you know, dig up old wounds here, but, like, the game against Nashville, Sharks are down in the third. Goalie pulled down by a goal. And there's, like, no urgency to get the puck. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to – and we saw that in this game as well. Like, as soon as um, – as soon as the Banje got that goal, you know, I was still feeling okay, right? Because it's like, all right, Sharks have played pretty well tonight. Got yep. the power play coming up and then power play it didn't click and even though it didn't click, I I will give it a pass only because it was very obvious that it was a different setup there that actually got some good looks. So when it's something new like that, you have to you have to have some semblance of a grace period in that respect. Not a long one, but a one nonetheless. And then, yeah, Jet's second goal—it was like you know, shut the lights off, delete your account, and just GTFO because like <laughs> that was it. Like the like uh, Jones—I—I—I've I, never been one to solely blame Jones, but yeah, Jones—he—I don't know. I Jones. guess he was—I I guess he saw ten flying down the ice and he got rattled or by it. But it's you know, I, I hate to—I hate to say that he let the
0: team down, but well. <sighs> I mean an 828 tonight it, not good. What's funny is you know I can just I can picture the 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 post game presser with uh with Bogner and I go so what you know your first game what do you think um I feel like I've made a terrible mistake I should have stayed in <laughs> Florida.
1: <laughs> and, and, and I do want to mention as well um uh Matt also saying they hit a lot of posts tonight which is true. I know I know EK Pertle. I know Carl hit the post. I know Hurdle hit the post. Blickfeld hit the crossbar. So, those, I mean, when you hit the post, it's not considered a shot on goal. But I would still argue – I mean, you had the goalie beat, right? So yep. it's. A, I, I don't know how the NHL looks at it. It's not a shot on goal, but it's a scoring chance, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all dumb. But, yeah, no, I thought the Sharks definitely got their looks. And I know Ian Reid uh, said on – On Twitter as well you know the this game was good and fun for the most part and then you know like I said the wheels kind of blew off the bus there uh, in the third (laughs) period but you know I'm just plugging everybody I know Kevin Lacey said as well you know usually the sign of things turning around is when you lose a game that you probably should have won or at least had a better chance of winning so if we're gonna be optimistic maybe it's a sign of things to come
0: well, I should also say, uh, Lance, will get to your question in a moment. I uh, should also say uh, that the, the Sharks now one for 32 on the power play. And with regards to winning a game you should have won um, or losing a game you should have won, the other thing that needs to be taken into account is New York, the rags on the road, they have one regulation loss now in their last seven games. So it's not like they've been bad on the road recently. So Yeah,
1: they've been hot lately.
0: Yeah, Uh, Coming in from Lance, what did you guys make of the line combos tonight? (laughs) Obviously, in reference to Jumbo going up to the second line, uh, Hurdle playing on the wing, uh, Goodrow centering the third line. Um, I I will say this, uh, is it me? Did Jumbo look a little more fired up tonight? He did,
1: and I I, I think because I know um, I saw it on Twitter, I think because even though he was centering, I think Hurdle... Uh, was was dictating the pace of that line, and I think it got Jumbo Joe going a little bit. Um, it, it's funny that the lines get brought up, though, because everything I thought I was going to hate, I actually really liked. Like, I, I, I thought Hurdle, LeBanc, and uh, and uh, Jumbo Joe, I thought they played well together. I thought Goodrow looked good at center. Um, I thought the top line, Couture, Kane, and Meyer, I, they were buzzing a lot of the,
0: the first two-thirds of the game. So,
1: like I said, everything I thought I was going to hate, I actually ended up liking. <laughs>
0: Well, and I loved uh, just on a couple of those goals tonight, um, that goal in the second period, who was, I think it was the, was it the Foss goal? Uh, Dude, that, that, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was the Panarin's first goal. That, uh, that five hole, I mean, that's, you got Jones moving laterally, but that five hole, it it, it was just like, but prior to that on that Foss goal, Dude, the puck movement from the time that they got it out of the Sharks' end, there was a lo- that puck probably touched like eight people before it went in. <laughs> it
1: uh, just it just bothered me, and I know Ian Reed has mentioned it in the chat on Twitter. But like a lot of these goals that the Rangers scored could have been avoided if Jones had you know the post is the goalie's best friend. Get a little comfortable, buy it a drink, you know, and mm-hmm. and I, I Panarin's. Two of Panarin's goals and Zabanajad's goal probably would don't happen, or at least if they do happen, you have to work harder for it. If Jones is is you know cozied up with his buddy, and instead it's like, okay, I'm just gonna get kind of facing it, and we'll see what happens. And
0: dude, I want to be at practice yeah. tomorrow with, with Navi with his accent, and he got so, so you know, hug the damn post already, okay? Get used <laughs> to it.
1: i i i gotta wonder though to get on a tangent and then we'll get back i gotta wonder if there's something in in the sharks organization with goalies where like they have a problem hugging the post because i know like when the sharks had niemi he never did that Um, either
0: shields was pretty bad at it too
1: yeah it's like i and and i know i i imagine you you said i was pressed i think ian reed is pressed because (laughs) like like these are basic goalie fundamentals that everybody should know and and he'll be the first to tell you that it's like it's not it's not kosher, you know.
0: Yeah. It's not good. It ain't uh, good chief. Yeah. Uh positive note, um Haley didn't score because, you know, <laughs> we all know that if he had that everybody would have been clamoring for him to return. Um <sighs> So do we um Well, let's talk about the power play. Uh, well, uh what was uh, more impressive, the power play tonight for the Sharks or Somers' Bolo tie? <laughs>
1: Uh the bolo tie I think bolo, they both kind
0: of scared me a little.
1: Uh, well bolo tie is a pretty bold move, you know, in in a league where in a league where, where people get rattled when you, you stray away from the norm, right? Dude, uh,
0: like our friend Gen X starting at NHL Bolos right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but um I thought, like I said earlier, you know, the power play was obviously 0 for 2 tonight. But I think the deployment and the way guys were used, I I, I think it's – I hope it's a sign of things to come. You know, Um, just one thing that stood out to me and we talked about it on Discord and we talked about it a little bit yesterday as well for those who are listening live. Um, The the DeBoer power play system, it was like, okay, you know, Carl, you're going to be at the blue line and nothing's getting past you, and you're going to just facilitate everything. And if you watch tonight, especially on the first power play, yes, Carlson was at the blue line, but he's also he's roving down that right flank, and he's saying, okay, I don't have anything here, but I can slide over this way. Maybe I can find something. And I know he got a couple good passes to Burns. I know Couture found a pretty good pass to LeBanc as well. So I, I, I think that maneuverability and that flexibility I think allowed the power play to open up the ice a little bit more and they didn't capitalize (laughs) but I thought they had more chances which obviously you know chances are half the battle
0: right (laughs) that's all I'm saying man (laughs) (laughs) so uh you know the other thing is sharks own were dominant in the circle tonight so it's like you had the opportunity to start plays uh again you lost the special teams battle uh but hey All is not lost. You still lead the NHL in penalty minutes. All is not lost, my friend. You Uh, can't can't
1: have the number one penalty kill if you don't take a lot of penalties.
0: Right. Uh, So (laughs) uh, what did you think of one Mr. Joachim Blickfeld getting his debut tonight? I mean, dude blocked a uh, hell of a shot. He paid for shots. it. <laughs> blocked Oof.
1: two shots. One of them, first one, first one was like, "Oh yeah, nice block." Okay, and the second one was like, "Oh God, I hope he didn't get it." You know, in the uh, yeah. in the uh, the, you know, the twig and berries. <laughs> yeah, his uh, yeah, I uh, might have to buy a new cup. Um, I, I I I'm not gonna say that he was bad, but he he didn't necessarily make a huge impact either. Um, I did notice there was at least one or two instances in the first period where he was kind of just standing still and waiting for the puck to come to him, and I would have liked him to maybe move around a little bit more, but obviously it first game jitters and a little starstruck, so I, I, I write it off, but – he he was just very and I don't mean this in a bad way, but he was just very pedestrian. Like he was a guy who was playing. He didn't do anything to hurt the team, he didn't really do anything to help the team either. Um, outside of those block shots. And I, I thought he had some speed along the wall on the along the wall as well, which was nice, but I think just um the team as a whole kind of needs more jump and I think I think Blickfeld could probably use a lot of the same too is you know, if you're like even though you're the new guy, you gotta take the Ferraro um approach. I don't know if you read as Kurz's article on The Athletic, but it's basically like just because you're the new guy doesn't mean you have to be like quiet and like by yourself, you know, like like step up, you know, and kind of just be one of the guys be a normal in a normal environment, you know, and I hope now that Blickfeld's first game is done. If he does continue to play, I think, you know, maybe he'll have some more confidence to maybe make the first move and kind of drive the line himself as opposed to waiting for his linemates to do something.
0: Yeah. Uh, super chat donation. Thank you very much, John John, for supporting the show. We certainly appreciate it. And just, should, we, should we name the power play a Hack-A-Shark if it keeps up? Sure. I'm good with that. Or Sack-A-Shark at this point if we're going to keep firing people. Who knows? Uh, Blickfeld, for me, I, you know, it just makes me wonder, like, if he looked around at all the empty seats tonight, saw Sommer behind the bench, and I I. like, I thought we wear white at home. Why are we in? T- Why are we in black? <laughs> <laughs> man, there's some empty seats there tonight at the tank. From what I'm hearing, man. It's, yeah, it's not and, looking good. A six-game losing streak is not going to help that. Well,
1: and the first game of a seven-game homestand as well. You know, around the Christmas time, and I, 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 I kind of feel like I would have expected, and maybe we'll see this come. You know, just based on the time of the year and where the team is, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see some. You know, some promotions where it's like, please come to the game. We'll give you a free item, you know, like a <laughs> free
0: tank of gas, <laughs> like, you know, like, like,
1: like, like some BS thing, like college night. Right. Or like, you know, I don't know, like Northern Western California and like pride night and everybody gets a beanie or something like, you know, um, but <laughs> I, well,
0: it wouldn't surprise me if they run like another garage sale night where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, any past promo just come and grab one.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think. I two, the Rangers are one of the teams in the NHL that does they travel very well, and, and you can tell if you just listen to. Um, oh, dude, you can hear some
0: Rangers chants in like the last five minutes of the game. That,
1: that's what I'm saying, and, and you know it, it's not to say I don't think that's necessarily to say that Rangers fans took tickets from potential Shark or like Sharks fans. I just think I don't it's more think like I, I just think it's more like there were a lot of empty seats to your point, and I think the Rangers slid into them. But, yeah, the, a lot of people are not drinking the Kool-Aid with the Sharks right now. And to a degree, I can understand. I mean, you don't want to spend money to be disappointed, right? Um, but I, I just worry that, like, even if the Sharks figure it out, because that in the month of November, when they're the hottest team in the Western Conference, they couldn't fill the building,
0: you know? Yeah. <laughs> little, little little scary there. A little scary. Um, so... With that, do you think? Um, I mean, last time we saw Dell was versus Carolina. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. the last time the Sharks picked up a point in a game. Uh, do you think Dell gets the start against Vancouver on Saturday? See, this is why I missed the old Pucknologist because you would have the X Files
1: theme like I, You know what? I'm going to, if we're having this conversation maybe a year and a half ago, I would say yes. But, you know, Canucks, they're slipping a little bit, obviously. They're. Uh, they're only four points ahead of the Sharks, but they're still a pretty deadly team uh in the Pacific Division this year. So unfortunately <laughs> if, in a situation like this, even though Jones, you know, laid an egg uh in the third period tonight, I, I still think you gotta go back with with him just because he somehow is the better option.
0: <laughs> uh, uh Matt, he keeps saying it's the prices. You're not wrong, my friend, but the prices seem to be dropping. And the third party, the third market, oof, Ticket coming down, coming down, and coming down. Uh, So, all right, I think with this, we can probably put a bow on this one. Again, sixth loss in a row, first loss for Bugner in this era of being a coach for the San Jose Sharks. We shall see on Saturday, I guess one of the – kind of good things is and maybe this i don't know if that this dictated wilson's move in any way shape or form but if you look at it, it's thursday saturday which is you know normal but then you have uh, a, a tuesday game then there's no game until saturday so you get a couple extra days off maybe they take that time to work on some things perhaps the power play Perhaps team defense. Perhaps
1: Perhaps
0: showing people in the door. Perhaps (laughs) sending a love letter or a Valentine from the post, and send you know somebody put it in Jones's locker, and you know, hi Martin, this is the post, and this is his friend, the other post. (laughs) Get to know us. We really think you'll enjoy having us around.
1: I mean, I mean, isn't I mean. I don't know what it, what, it doesn't touch doesn't us every, like you
0: know us is what I'm oh, saying. I
1: was going to say, I mean, you know, isn't, isn't like, don't some people like, aren't they people really into the idea of like twins? I mean,
0: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> twins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some
1: that. where, you know, some, some metallic solid red twins, you know, I mean, that's, the same, that's the same thing, right? Oh,
0: dear Lord. <laughs> and that means it's time to uh, do the, to uh, talk about scores around the league. <laughs> because holy crap. Anyway, uh, the Preds, uh, well, you know, after beating the crap out of the Sharks, they fall to the Sabres tonight. Uh, you know, uh, th- this new kid who was lighting the world on fire, though, did get a goal for the Predators tonight. Uh, I believe you know him as uh, Snosis. <laughs> Had a good game. Second goal, or uh, he scored the second goal for the Preds that night. So keep your eye on this Snosis kid. I hear his jersey is selling a lot. Uh, the Boston Bruins, I don't know, man. They, they've, they, they fell yet again to Tampa. The, the Bruins kind of sputtering here lately. Makes me wonder what's going on there. Uh, the Isles, 3 1 over the Panthers. So, you know, of course, every team that just beat the, hat, the crap out of San Jose has now lost. Uh, and your boy, former Shark Tomash Grice. Because I just like, to, you know, every I don't care if it's Thomas. Everybody need, needs to be Tomash. I think it's fun. Uh, but, yeah, Grice uh, gets the win. 3-1 Isles over Panthers. And we have to say it could have had Barzal with the game winner in that one. And guess who got the lone goal for the Panthers? Sharks mm-hmm. legend, Mike My Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> Penn's... Victorious over the Blue Jackets, one nothing in overtime. Red Wings. Wait a minute, the Red Wings won a fucking game.
1: Yeah, the, I was actually watching that game before the Sharks game sta- uh, started, and Red Wings looked they looked pretty uh, pretty peeved that they had lost twelve in a row. So they're like, you know what? <laughs> we're, t- we're, gonna, we're tired we're of <laughs> We're tired of
0: seeing coaches get fired. We're tired of the meme. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just pictured like so. Uh, been five coaches fired. Uh, Maybe try, time to get a win. Do, uh, do, uh, Should do we make fire it our, six? You want to fire, fire our coach? <laughs> 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 yeah, no. Red, Red Wings, I mean, you can't say this very often, but Red Wings, uh, in the small amounts of that game I watched tonight, Red Wings look good.
0: Nice. 5-2 uh, over the Jets, so one of the rare times that hella, buck, hella sucks. Yeah. Uh, Even though they had the lead in this game, the Golden Knights – Mercifully enough, get taken down 4 to 2 by the Blues. Thank you. you
1: say you Say AJ,
0: you love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> uh the Wild beat the Oilers. Wait a minute, the Oilers lost 2 to the Wild? Okay, whatever. Uh 6 to 5. Boy, a lot of some high scores here tonight. The Flames who are just killing it lately. Yep. Uh, uh kill it again, four to two over Toronto. What uh, what the hell got in it? Oh wait a minute. Gaudreau learned how to score finally? Okay, good for him. Yeah.
1: Flames uh flames have now won- after being like the laughing stock of the division for a while, they've won six of their last seven.
0: Uh, it's amazing how a new coach will d- okay, never mind. Uh Arizona, Desert Dogs five two. My Yotes. <laughs> <laughs> my Yotes, hashtag my Yotes. 5-2 over the Blackhawks and uh, the Canucks in overtime over the Canes. Again, all the teams that ran roughshod over the Sharks are all, you know, now going to take the loss. Uh, Marazic, you know, I, I think we really need to talk about the story that is Marazic for a hot second because to to be taken out that that hard by the Essentially, the second oldest player playing the game, and to be able to bounce back and return—not only in that game, but to then lose to the Canucks—it's it really speaks volumes to the to the the bounce back in Mrazek's game. I mean, you RIP well, Mrazek. You I you, mean, you earned it.
1: I and and you know what? I'd have to confirm with my sources. Obviously, I've and maybe you've seen this. I've never seen. A goalie get hit by a sniper and start the next game
0: yeah or or return for that matter but yeah, yeah it's impressive uh and then finally uh the kings two to one over the ducks i mean literally the battle of who can suck more <laughs>
1: as rocket says i hope you bo- or i want you both to lose
0: yeah so uh kings ducks both suck there you go boom Uh, let's get to the standings for a hot quick minute because it could only have gotten worse for San Jose. (laughs) We laugh because if we didn't, we would cry. Uh, Right now, uh, five points out of a wild card spot. Uh, Also, five points back of Vegas, who right now have the second wild card spot. But in the division where it really matters, holy hell. San Jose now sixth, but... Eight points out of the top three because Calgary. J- just like two weeks ago, San Jose was like fourth and Calgary was seventh. <laughs> now Calgary yeah, San Jose third. was
1: at the height of their win streak. San Jose was like San Jose was tied for second.
0: Yeah, like
1: no. stuff can change quick. Uh, I would also like to say, real quick, uh, who is in first in the division?
0: Would my that be my yotes?
1: My yotes. My <laughs> yotes.
0: Uh, we're just going to change the name of that team to
1: my yotes. I'm saying, you know what, for those who knew me in 2015,
0: we, we oh, made it, Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> we right. made it. We made it. Uh, so, also coming into uh, effect for everybody, despite the fact that the LA Kings just, wow, do they suck, uh, yet San Jose now owns the worst goal differential in the West, and uh, let's be honest, uh, there's a game coming up against the Kings on the 27th. If L.A. wins that game, uh, the Sharks could be done. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
1: yeah, unfortunately. Like
0: I feel like the Sharks at this point, if something doesn't happen where they figure this out and turn it around, uh, th- this team's going to be out of it before the All-Star break.
1: Yeah, and it, it, we're now at the point, you know, we're two weeks out from Christmas, uh, and... It's starting to look concerning, you know, Um, especially, like you said, the games the Sharks do have coming up are obviously some big games. I know they they got Vancouver on Saturday. Um, LA's coming up. Vegas is coming up. Um, My Yotes. My Yotes are coming up.
0: Um, (laughs) Yo, Blues.
1: (laughs) The Blues, I... God. Flyers? Their their arena could get hit by a (laughs) freaking, I don't even know, a crane tomorrow, and I would not shed a tear for it. Um, but it's crap or get off the pot time for the sharks. Like, uh, it's, it's easier said than done, but like literally like the sharks, I thought the sharks played a good game today and where you're at in the standings and how the game ended, you can't afford to let that rattle you. You have to come back. It's got to be, you know, like, Hey, that third period sucked. But like, other than that, we played a pretty good game. If we stick to that, we'll be fine. And that's kind of be the mindset is like, now I don't. I'm not saying that the Sharks are rattled, but they can't be rattled because, mm. like I said, it's go time. Like, you got to win as many games as you can, especially all the games coming up that are against divisional foes. And I know in December, like I said, we got, uh, you know, we got these division rival games coming up. But I know in the beginning of January, I know we got a game against Arizona as well. So, like, it's it's not going to stop. The Sharks, the Sharks avoided their division a lot in the beginning of the season. And December, January, February is when it starts to ramp up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Nothing's gonna get any easier, and we. I think we talked about this a day or two ago. Uh, that I was, I mean, was I not saying like two days ago that uh, after losing, uh, you know, like five straight, like if they didn't go better, the, like if they if they didn't win at least two of these next seven at home, like DeBoer was gone. Well, he's already gone now, but. Now with this, I mean a six-game losing streak. Like, what's the next shoe to drop? If they with the six remaining games, they could very easily lose to Vancouver. The Arizona's probably going to come in and, and wipe the fucking floor with them. Even though the Sharks did beat them four to two at the end of last month. Uh, St. Louis, hello. Vegas, hello. Uh, L. A. Uh, sup. And then Philadelphia, (laughs) yeah, and then Philadelphia. Hello, the the Sharks could very well win, go one and six over these seven games. So if that happens, it's like, well, then what's what's the problem now? And if that happens, it's then does is DeBoer vindicated? Like, well, clearly it wasn't me. It's you know, look, you're expecting me to cook this gourmet meal, and all you gave me was you know cold cuts and a taco shell. Like, what do you want me to do? Uh like at some point I think Doug Wilson needs to take a little ownership in this, which I don't know that he really did today in the press conference. You know, like there's part of me that sits there and go uh, like I'm waiting for him to go, Well, hey man, I gave you two Norris trophy winners to put in front of you. I mean, how do you not how do you not win those games or whatever thing, you know, and it's like I talked to, um, Shang Pang today, writer from, uh, the point and fear, the fin, hell of a nice guy, hell of a great writer. Uh, that is posted on our YouTube channel and our, all the podcasts. So go catch that out. Did that a little earlier today, talked about the press conference with Doug Wilson and just the vibe that he was getting from the team. You know, he's a beat writer. He's around the guys a lot. Uh, go listen to it. It was a, fo- a nice, solid half hour, but one of the things that I got from him was that, you know, Wilson, it's funny that there are certain questions that he's more than happy to ask and then there's certain – or happy to answer, and there's certain questions where it is it is so apolitical. Just he's going to talk in a circle and not even come close to answering what you asked. And I think at this point it's kind of, hey, we, we gave you all this great defense. Um, Yeah, what about that middle six that we had, like, pavelski and don's going nyquist like like you you didn't give us anybody to replace them maybe did you overestimate the guys you had coming up and infl- we uh well we you know we're we're all about the you know giving those guys a chance and and in opportunities that's what we really believe in here is opportunities and, and there's going to be an energy level and part of yes that's not what i asked doug <laughs> well well i i'd be curious
1: to know what doug wilson thinks of um of uh, Martin Jones' aura right now, um, <laughs> I, unfortunately, and 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 now I, oh God. So a lot of folks are saying, you know, if this if the Sharks miss the playoffs this season, Doug Wilson needs to be fired. I I don't know about that. Well, be- because he's still he yes, the roster is underperforming based on what where their expectations are, where the skill level is, but like
0: whoever you, you get to for, to replace Wilson. That same coach is going to be bound by the contracts that are on the books right now that are horrendous.
1: That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And uh, like people, like there's still folks who are saying like, oh, you know, Doug Wilson really botched everything. And it's like he, all he's done is try his best to put out the best roster to win a game, win games, win a Stanley Cup, like just win the I, game, like. You just can't fault guys for that. And I know, and I don't know how much you want to dig into like outside things, but I know a couple of times it came up where Doug Wilson said that he's going to, that he hopes to have cap space by the, you know, later in the season. So <laughs> when,
0: when, when the season's already over,
1: <laughs> right, right. So, um, I think I, at some
0: point we really need to think that, you know what, maybe the graphics guy in Florida got it right
1: <laughs>
0: for this season anyway. I don't know. <laughs> but
1: it's i know i know i saw a lot of people saying well oh you know they're gonna clear cap space who are we gonna trade in and you know for those who don't know you every every day that you are under the salary cap which the sharks are barely um you accumulate cap space that's tacked on uh that's tacked on to your total number at the trade deadline so right now the Sharks have just a hair under $400,000 in cap space. But at this trajectory, they'll have almost $1.9 million by the deadline. I believe that's what Doug Wilson's referring to when he says that they'll get cap space. I don't think he's going to come out in a press conference and say, well, you know, if this guy doesn't do this, then he's gone. Like, I don't think that would happen. Um, I don't think
0: it's going to happen. But I'm just saying that I think if we have another stretch here during this homestand where, like, they can't buy a win – uh It makes me wonder if we see another blockbuster move happen, and maybe not the way that you're thinking you know mm-hmm. M- maybe it's like Brent burns traded for picks
1: well and you, know? and you know you and I and Ian Reed we talked about this on discord last night and and even you and I talked about it this morning as well, where it's like
0: we, <laughs> we talk might... about hockey a lot people
1: right, where you might see a situation where um, you look at the Chicago Blackhawks, where they have like they have their pillars, they have their horses that they stick with, and then the supporting staff around them kind of gets moved around and reworked everything on a year-to-year basis. I think, and we talked about this earlier off-air. I think that's where the Sharks and Doug Wilson may be trying to go with this, and and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Like, look, the Sharks are not just by virtue of the contracts they have, but by virtue of how good those players are as well. The Sharks, are, it's not going to be a tear-it-down, win-26-games season like the Red Wings. Like, th- that's not happening. No. It's it's going to be a rebuild on the fly. And to your, po- to your point, AJ, with Eric Carlson being re-signed long-term, maybe all of a the sudden there's not really a need for Brent Burns, and you can move from a position of strength to fill a position of weakness. Now, whether or not that's the right move, I wouldn't tell you. I don't know what Doug Wilson's up to. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised no. to see something like that, but I, I just don't think, I don't think we're going to see like a full on teardown unless, you know, like, I don't even know.
0: Well, speaking of moving from a position of strength to a position of weakness, um, Puck guy will be here for you on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take the easy joke. I had to do it. Uh, but that's it. We're going to wrap this one up. Uh, it's all said and done here. Uh, do not forget. We're doing this kind of coovy, groovy, cool, you know, where all the cool kids are. We will be on Discord following this cast, so go uh, join whoever ends up showing up. We got some chat going in there, some, like, old-timey, you know, like, use your fingers, and then we're doing a little chatting, you know, on microphones and all that neat stuff. So, Hockey Jerk can be found at Hockey underscore Jerk on Twitter. I can be found at AJ underscore Strong on Twitter. Again, follow all of our social media channels if you would, please. Tell a friend to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Throw us that thumbs up. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on Reddit, uh, Discord, pretty much everywhere. And hey, if you're so inclined and have an iTunes account, we would certainly appreciate five stars and a nice little review over there. So with that, it's all said and done. A 6-3 loss. Sixth loss straight for the Sharks. We will see you after the Vancouver game, God willing. So, for all of us here, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal, and we will catch you all after, yes, someone said Vancouver. Good night, everyone.